don't talk too loud. Don't talk too loud. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Publish, Perish or Podcast, your opportunity to look behind the scenes of science to see if science likes lectures or workshops or group work the most. I'm Andy Stapleton and joining me today are Christopher Teabag Gibson. Namaste, BA. Namaste, Schmoopy. And Cameron Schmoopy. Good reviewers, comments, Chris, and good student feedback to you, Andy. Mate, I wear so many hats that you have got so many things now to throw my way. Yeah, and I see you're wearing a beanie tonight in one of those hats. Oh, yes, I am wearing a beanie. My head's cold because I'm a balding man. Yeah, but, but your face is not cold, no, I bet. Although my nose hair is starting to like creep into the beard. So yeah, I, yeah. At what point like, do you not worry about that? And you comb it into the beard. You know I have I mean? no idea. But but folks, for those listening at home, Andy's beard is luxurious. It's long. It's puby. I'm going to get it trimmed up. I spoke to the beard expert yep. and they said, come to me in three weeks and then we'll shape it up for you. Okay. So I've got another about two weeks to go of that three weeks. Mm. I am clean shaven. And Cameron, you have a beard of some sort as well. Yes, some sort. He's got, he's got, because yours grows mainly on the chin, so you've got that yeah. kind of evil twin vibe going on. Mm. Mm. It yeah. is a bit more goatee than I would like it to be. Yeah, you've got quite dark hair, BA, so that helps yours a bit. I think. Yeah, it helps it. Cameron's a little fairer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well good. done. Look, I'm not here to beard shame you. I still think it's lovely. No beard shaming going on here. No, it's not Makes our thing. Sense. Shall we get back on topic? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, no. No. He, he is evil, isn't he? Gibbo, what do you prefer? Lectures, workshops, group work. Think back to undergrad. What do I prefer or yeah, science? you first. Oh, uh, lectures. Yeah? yeah? Group work. What do you think about that? Uh, group work, no way. That <laughs> no way. Butcher's paper might come out. Who knows? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, not into that. All not right. into that. No. All right. Did you have to do many group assignments going through undergrad? Yeah, you're going to laugh at this. I did a, I did a, um, a subject on computer programming. Oh. No. <laughs> yeah, I worked in a, a programming lang- language called Pascal. Ugh. Do you know I that? I really hate that. Yeah. It's um a little younger than basic. And we had group work for that. Yuck. And I was the leader of that group and I was amazing. Good on you. Thank you. Thank you. And of course, lab groups and things like that. Yeah. If you do science, you're going to end up in groups at some point. Yeah, yeah. All right, Shmoopy, what do you prefer? I probably also... All- I probably also prefer lectures. Do you to do, to uh, receive receive a lecture? That's not quite right, is Re- it? Yeah. Well, I, I give a lecture, therefore you receive one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's just easier to take in information that way. The person giving the information, like a workshop, they're just there's not it's not accessible, so. It's they're supposed to be trying to help me, but yeah. they rarely do help me. And the work pe- person giving the workshop is maybe a bit higher energy than yeah. I am. Mm. Yeah, and mm. that's annoying for you. That's annoying for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> group work. I am the type of person who wants to do things the easiest way possible. Right. <laughs> uh, and so generally in group work, that means by not volunteering to do anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, so you're the lazy one. I thought you would be like the like the controlling one. 
I'm either one or the other. Okay. I'm either the person who does everything and perfectly, perfectly, listen to me, (laughs) uh, as best I can controls the project or I do as little as possible and just do what I'm asked. Okay. I can be either. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, what would science like, Gibbo? Oh, wow. Um, I think science would like uh, group work. Okay. Because I think science would take over and completely control and dominate. Like kind of brainwashing, manipulative. Who's going to be able to compete with science? If you're in a group with science and there's a, there's a science question comes up, what are you going to do? You're going to go, oh, science, I think I should take the lead on this. No. Well, but maybe science is a little bit like, well, it's good for you to learn. Get it wrong and learn from those mistakes. No, I don't think so. No, no. fair no. enough. Shmoopay. I don't know. I don't think science really would like any of these things, but we have to see which one it likes the most. Yeah. See, I'm hesitant to say lectures because science would really want to be doing the experiments itself, not just be told the right. answer. Absolutely. So that's where group work perhaps is, the, is where you can do some actual learning by doing. Right. So I think science, like Chris said, would mm. prefer group work. Mm. Yeah. All right. So what do you got, Andy? Uh, let's have a look. Science, I think just from a personality perspective, would really like... It's the person... I think it's the person that would turn up to a workshop, but then spend the whole time like just being there, but not listening. So science would be on its laptop, mm-hmm. being like, I have to be here. Like... But I'm gonna I'm gonna spend my time doing other things, mm. being more productive than this workshop allows me to be. I don't think it would like lectures because it's just it's too one way. Yep. So yeah, workshop, but absorbing not only the workshop, hopefully, but also being like, you know what? I can sit here, blend into the background a little bit and get more shit done. Mm. Very good. good. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, actually, no, real story. I did. Remember my poo pipes were all blocked up, like in my in my house. Was that mm. a real story? That was a genuine story. My poo pipes okay. were blocked. There was poo coming up through the sewer in my house. In fact, the plumber came over and I said, there's poo coming from the, su- the floor drain. And he was like, no, that's impossible because they shouldn't be connected. Uh-oh. And I was like, but there is poo on the floor. <laughs> like, have I put the, do you think I put the poo on the floor and are using this as an excuse yes, to he poo did. on the floor? Yes, he did. Do you sleep poo? Oh, I could have slept poo. Yeah, yeah, that's possible. Um, And he was like, that's not possible. Anyway, he flushed it and he was like, oh, it's coming up through the drain. And I was like, there we go. Anyway, so that's a real story. But... It was like two months ago. The toilet's leaking again. Ooh. I have to get them in to redo the seal at the back what of the, the hell toilet. Are you, what are you blocking it up with? No, no. It's, this is the, the way that this is the cistern that connects to the toilet. So no poo. No poo can. can okay. There's no poo coming yeah. out of it. It's just water. I you know. Need, you I need to like, change your diet, it. mate. Something's going on yeah, there. Yeah. It's real yeah. cheesy. But, um,. Yeah, because Kate's dad came over mm-hmm. and he sat on the toilet and we thought that that knocked it off. We thought because he's a, he's a big chap and we thought maybe maybe he like sat on the toilet too hard. But while he was in there, it was just like, you could just hear, ah! Ah! and I was like, you're right, Mars. His name's Murray. He was like, oh, yeah, 
yes, yes. And I was like, oh no, what's going on? He was like, oh, 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 oh. and he was like, Andy, I've never seen this before. And I'm like, what is it, Maz? He was like, it's, it's. And I was like, what is it, Maz? Tell me, tell me, Maz, what is it? And he was like, help me. I was like, no, I can't help you. And he said, it's news for the week. Uh, <laughs> I actually forgot where you were going with that. <laughs> <laughs> Cameron, right. didn't. Cameron okay. looked upset through the entire thing. Yeah. You just looked genuinely confused. I, I was. I was. Oh wow, that's right. That's that's your little news of the yeah. week thing. All yeah. right, news of the week. <laughs> Kibo is such a good actor. He acts surprised every single time. Yeah, that's where yeah you're going. well done. Yeah. Such well a good actor. Kibo. Such good acting. Um, I'll go first. So, uh, verbalize.science has been finding its way into the world. Ooh. through testing but i'm pleased to say that this week i have had the first ever multi city i guess like national company approach me step 1 tick mm, nice i had a meeting this week with them and they'll step 2 step tick 2 tick and i will be working with water research australia to promote their awareness for their research, but also their findings and helping their scientists communicate. So that's my first national customer. Step three, Brilliant. tick. Step three, tick. Tig. Tick. 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 Step three, tick. Tick. You started step one, Sorry. tick, and you've, you haven't- I didn't do it. Keep, I, I got to keep doing it. You're I'm right. going to keep hearing steps All and right. ticks. It's ticks. All right. Sorry, mate. He's, he's, I was like, tick? He's got some very specific- <laughs> Requirements. Uh, <laughs> What is it called? OCP? OCD. <laughs> if you start something, you've got right, to finish it. All right, finish it. All so, right. So that's, that's, that's number one. Yeah. B. Hold on. Is B. <laughs> You're switching the letters now. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so B, um, I've started lecturing into this the communicating science course, mm -hmm. which is really great. Um, so you're a lecturer. I'm a bloody lecturer, mate. And I'm not. No, sorry. Loser. Here so, I come. In your university. Drop out of science, become a lecturer. Yeah. That's what you're saying? Yeah, drop out of science. Get yourself some experience doing something else and then ask a uni. Just be like, I'm an expert now. And they mm -hmm. go, yeah, sure. And they let you in. Did oh. they, was this, did you apply? No, they invited me. <sighs> it, <laughs> so, hold on. This is worse. You're an invited lecturer. I'm an invited guest lecturer, yeah. Ugh. I didn't have to Step do anything. Step four tick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, so look, that's going really well. Verbalize.science is going really well. And for some reason, it all happens at once. I had a really quiet, like, two months, I reckon. Never rains with a pause. Exactly. And someone told me that in entrepreneur world, that's what happens. <laughs> it all comes at once. Um, and part 1C, uh, birthday, <laughs> my birthday was... <gasps> Uh, Saturday. So thanks, oh. guys. Thanks very much. That's why you. I invited you out for drinks yeah, on Saturday. You didn't come. Yeah. No, because I could only turn up when <laughs> Gibbo would have been a fucking nightmare to talk to. Yeah, that would have been. Um, Happy birthday, Andy. Thank you. Thank you, Gibbo. Thank you. You are turning 34. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. 34. Yeah. Just seems like the other day you were turning 33. Yeah. 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 Yeah, seems um, like a year ago. But as part of that, as a part of that, I said to my friendship group that I was fed up with my uh, postdoc appearance and attire. All of my good shirts were checkered okay. and like blue. Yes. All of my like all of my clothes were navy, greys, like 
dark greens. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what, guys? My favorite colors. That sounds like an awesome yeah, wardrobe. Exactly, for you guys, because you're bloody all academics. I'm like, <sighs> I'm different now. I'm different. Yep. So I said, I want to break. I just, I want to be me. Hmm. I want to be me. Yep. Yep. And they said. So dress up like us. Dress. They were like, we'll get you some clothes. So I'm currently sporting the most colorful combo i own yeah but for actually i got better pants than this this is, is that just great. an aqua shirt with canary yellow um cardigan you no. bloody got it yeah you bloody got is it that a cardigan it, it's say? kind of a cardigan no, it's not it's a cardigan, cardigan. It's no it's a, a jumper a jumper but a it's jumper. cardigan it's a knit jumper yeah um i'm not sure how i feel about it but i've got nothing but oh so mm. I don't know what that means. Yeah, people are shocked. Um, yeah. I think you can do it. Yeah. Well, what a, now with the hipster thing and beard, new clothes, and I drank a bottle of kombucha <laughs> the other day. I what feel is that? sickening. It's essentially a scab in water that like produces uh, fizziness that oh, is wow. good for you. Okay. That's a hipster thing, it's is it? It's a very hipster thing, yeah. Oh, good on you, man. Yeah. Anyway, oh. so there's there's my news. There's my big things. Shmoopy, what have you been up to, mate? i got to go last. All right. A few bits of news this week. Number one. Now, there is one... Oh, sorry. I'm starting a list. <laughs> <laughs> tick. Tick. <laughs> I want to hear a tick. One tick. Oh, this is, there's no tick here because it's open-ended still. Okay. There is one journal I have always wanted to publish in. Oh, let me guess. Can I guess? Okay. ACS Nano. ACS Nano. Yeah. I would have submitted 10 journals there in the past. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And until this year, I had never even been reviewed at ACS Nano. I would always get a very quick response from the editor saying, no thanks, not within our scope. Uh, Try some other journal. Until this year, I hear, though. This year, I submitted a paper to ACS Nano and... It was reviewed by ACS Nano. Two nice. tick. Tick, tick. So very happy. That's great. And where is it sat at the moment? Uh, it was rejected by okay. ACS Nano. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I got good reviews. So I, honestly, I'm just happy that it got reviewed there. Absolutely. Good um, on you. You know, the, it could have gone either way. It went to a, a tiebreaker reviewer and they happened to really not like it. Yeah. Uh, but that happens. Yeah, that's so. bad luck, man. Yeah. That is bad luck. Uh, science communication <gasps> news. I've been invited to a lunch oh, yeah. with Dr. Carl. <gasps> Dr. Carl Krasinecki. Free tech. Australia's premier science communicator. Premier. <laughs> um, well done. Yeah, well done. Look, when you told me about that, I was like, why on earth am I not invited to that? But you know what? Let it go. Good on you. You enjoy it. Say I, I told s- Carl. So. I know me. someone Remind else me. meeting Dr. Carl. Everyone's meeting Dr. Carl except me. <laughs> so what's this for? I can't remember. Tall poppy. No, I, I think it's actually part of Science Week. Dr. Ah, Carl okay. wants to, to speak with science communicators. Okay. And I believe I was asked because I am a reigning tall poppy. <laughs> right. Or maybe the people who run the tall poppy put my name forward from their list of favorite tall poppies. Great. Because other people... No, I have no idea who else is going, actually. Yeah. No idea. That's why I thought you might have gone. And yeah. I asked you and you said, no, you weren't invited. Yeah. And so. then I sat on... And, <laughs> and I moped all night. That was brutal. But funny. All right. A couple of interesting emails that have come my way. Nice. That Ooh. I haven't come up... That I haven't brought up yet at the um, podcast. Now, a job advert 
The first question that it asks is, are you a science triple threat? <laughs> oh, my God. So, question, what are the three threats? Yes. So the acting triple threat is singing, dancing, and acting, isn't it? That's the triple yeah. threat in Oh, the yeah, yeah, in showbiz, yeah. in yeah. the biz, yeah. So what do, what do you reckon a triple threat oh. is in science, Chris? Oh, it's um, teaching, publishing, and communicating. That's pretty good. Yeah, I would say something like teaching, research, um, and I want to say that they don't care about the communicating. No, these days. Admin. (laughs) (laughs) Three. Teaching, research, and admin. All right. So, no, you're not quite right. Okay. So, the Mm -hmm. scientific triple threat according to instrumentchoice.com.au is science degree. Boom. Tick. Passion about communication. Tick. Well, is is it passion? Carry on. Love the camera. (laughs) <laughs> that sounds like you Yeah <laughs> Three ticks there What there do, What on earth do they want? Um, they want someone to make videos for them Instrument Choice is Australia's leader in digital marketing and scientific measurement and lab equipment And they want someone to make videos about instruments Yeah I, oh, uh, wow, I cool. saw that job actually Oh that's Same interesting Rubbish <laughs> <laughs> Forward it to me Shmoopy That sounds amazing <laughs> Uh, this is quite old, and uh, I don't think you love the camera. I love the camera. The no, camera loves it's not you. that I love the camera. It's the camera loves me. It's a bit yeah. of an unrequited love. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've come across another email scam. Yes, Ooh, let's we hear love it. these. All right, science. Now, I got a, an email saying, greetings from Science Advise, <laughs> P-T-E-L-T-D. Don't know what P-T- is P-T-E a thing? Proprietary Limited. Isn't that PTY? Oh, yeah. What did you say? PTE. Oh, no idea. Um, I am, um, they say they are, whatever, whatever, whatever. I am glad to inform you that your research has been shortlisted for publishing in news. (laughs) It will be a two full length in depth feature about your original research, review article, clinical case study, clinical trial, respective opinion, commentary, book review about the challenges and roadmap of your research. Whoa. So there you go. So um, they've the they're gonna the news the news that they're gonna put my articles in is gonna mm-hmm. reach Google, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, um, newsletters and events. Um, the total number of print circulation slash offline is seventy thousand. Um, P.S. Article processing charges apply. Ooh, there, <laughs> yeah, there, of there you go. They do. So there you go. So there's a possibility for me to be featured in the news. In that. I just news. need to pay for it. In news. In news. And Great. it'll be put on the, from what you said, it sounds like the internet. Mm. Google, Twitter, and the rest. And the rest. Yeah. Oh, you're in. I talked all day today. That's right. You're allowed to be tired. Thanks. With a beard that massive. Thank you. So there you go. What do you think? Should I um, write back to them? I, yeah. Well... I'd ponder that one for a bit, Schmoopy, and then not do it. Yeah. Email them. Be like, interested? But it's good to get these scams out there so people are aware of what's going on. Yeah. Look, this I, is a public service duty you're I, doing, I Schmoopy. always feel like they've chosen the wrong audience, like yep. skeptical, weird scientists who would question this stuff. You just called but him some skeptical people weird. just want someone else to do their science communication for them yeah. and they're willing to pay for it. I've not I mean, met those that's people. How, that's how you make money. So <laughs> I've not met them, met very many of them. <laughs> there we go. Very good. Done. 
Okay. Are you ready? I, I'm oh, not sorry, ready for this. I didn't give you a countdown when I'm finished. I'm not actually ready. This I've got news of such magnitude. Okay. The news I'm about to report. I, I didn't think we'd ever report this kind of news again. No, that's I, true. I have to read what I've written. All right. <laughs> news hyphen. It's happened. It's happened. It's happened. Something thought long since dead has risen like an undead corpse destined to tread this earth until the end of time. Ooh, not like a phoenix. Not like a phoenix. Okay, not rising <laughs> gloriously from flames like the A undead. limping zombie. Okay, not one of the fast-moving zombies from nope, World War this Z. Is, this is a walking dead zombie. All right. Inexorably moving towards its prey. I don't know what... <laughs> I mean, there is... No, that's, that's a bad analogy. Anyway, <laughs> a new paper has been published. What? Yep. There's been plenty of papers. Well... This one's a little different and a little special. The giants of AFM are the co-authors on this paper. John Sader. Oh, no. no. <laughs> Although three, he is. The three S's. Yep. The four S's. Yep. And a G. And a big G. Here we go. <laughs> That's right. Gibson, <gasps> BA and oh. Schmoopy are co-authors on a paper accepted into the journal Applied Sciences. Well, well done us. Impact Factor. Impact factor has gone up from 1.689 to this year, 2.217. 2.2, Andy, you're out of science, but where does that rank in the impact factors? What? 2.27? Yeah. 2.17. 2.17. In terms of what I've published in the past no, or just like, in uh, general? Yeah. Oh, Is I that d- good, bad, poor? I mean, considering excellent. that I put in a load of work for this one, I think it's worth it. Okay, that's not an answer. And <laughs> Publisher? Uh, well, I put in 99.9% of the effort on it, so uh, it's a poor return for me. For you two, it's unbelievably really good. <laughs> you should both be groveling at my feet thanking me for the pitiful amount of efforts you had to put in to get on it. Yeah. But anyway, you know me. I'm Thanks not one to dwell on these things. <laughs> now, look, let's not fi- we're not finished yet. What's, what, what? Also co-authors on the paper are regular listeners, Ashley Slattery, Blanche Dubois. Blanche Dubois. And Peepop guest, Renee Gorham. Oh. So as Cameron was alluding to before, it's let's expand the Giants list. Slattery, Blanche, Stapleton, oh. Gorham, <laughs> Shearer and Gibson uh. together for okay. probably one last time. Yeah. It's a victory lap. It yeah. is sad. Smoothie, like, that's a sad face. It's a kind of a, you know, it's a, it's, it's a shame I, that this is the last one. But yeah, I mean, what a way to go on out. Another one. It's a spring constant calibration paper. What? The best way to go out. Go out on top. Go out on <laughs> top. Paper titled Characterization of the Material Mechanical Properties of Atomic Force Microscope Cantilevers with a Plan View Trapezoidal 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 Geometry. I actually saw that it had over 100 downloads when I clicked on the link. My friend, it's had 255 views and 112 downloads. Wow. And that's not all from me. Whoa. <laughs> not all from me. Well, I, There's great interest out yeah. there, people. Great interest. Well. Brilliant. How well, many sites? What? Well, how many sites do you think that'll have in two years' time? I reckon if I publish ten papers on cantilevers, it'll have ten sites. Okay, guaranteed. <laughs> Minimum. Yeah. Um, so, this one more little bit of interesting news. This is the very, very last paper from Ash Slattery's thesis. Okay. It has been wrung dry of data. Yeah. No more. There is no more data left. So your copy of his thesis on your desk is just, it's just thin. It's, it's shreds. 
You've shredded his thesis. It's it's like a rolled up newspaper. <laughs> All it, the inks pulled off of it now. It, it looked like it had once been wet and now it is dry and yellow. Um, it is done. Love There's it. no more ash. I'm sorry. You'll be getting no more emails from me with drafts of papers from your thesis. It's done. However, in fact, the genesis of the paper wasn't – it was in Ash's thesis, but it's the result of some referees' comments we had to another paper. Oh, okay. Which forced us to do some more analysis, lots of maths in this paper. No, that's why I was such a great help. <laughs> yeah, by great help mean none. Quite proud of it. Uh, but i got a little question for you. Uh-oh. So from Ash's thesis – Andy, what was it about? No idea. Oh, it's <laughs> Andy, your contribution was significant enough to deserve co-authorship. Don't let me or anyone else tell you otherwise. Thank you. I responded to none of the emails. Uh, you did speak to me in person about I it. I did. Yeah. Twice. Because he asked Because he said, hey, did you receive that email? I was like, yeah, mate, I'm not going to respond. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I liked you. Your, your, your response was verbal and it was, you're not getting anything else. And I thought, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. I asked the question, I got an answer. Yeah. So from Ash's thesis, we have gotten a total of eight journal articles and one book chapter. Wow, incredible. Nice. How, does that, how does that rate? In fact, those publications have a total of 152 sites so far <laughs> and a H index of five. Uh, just those papers. <laughs> just those papers, yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> it's an early career researcher doing quite well on yeah. its own. Um, how, how would you rate that as, as far as papers oh, out of PhDs go? Pretty fantastic. good. I, don't, I mean, I don't think you can – you've literally – Rung it dry, like you yeah, said. So, yeah. I mean, what else? I think eight probably is a reasonable, if not pushing it, amount of papers to get from a thesis. Yeah, yeah and a book chapter. Yeah. So, thesis by publication, I believe the minimum number of papers, three or four. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think so. You're right. it's yeah. perhaps double. Double uh, a PhD. Double a PhD. So I should get two PhDs. Double doctor. Double doctorate. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. <laughs> I got a bad case. <laughs> All right. On that bombshell, that's all the news I'm going to report because that was such massive news. I've got other things I can talk about, but it's just going to pale in comparison to that. <laughs> what? Yep. There you go. Don't boom it. Don't. Don't boom it. Why? We have P-pop news. <gasps> P-poppers, listen closely to my words. So this isn't feedback from listeners. No. This is P-pop news? Yeah. Wow. Listen closely. P-pop is going... Monthly. Oh, I <laughs> <laughs> forgot again. I completely forgot. I really, I was like, what the hell is going hell is on? This? P-pop is going monthly. Um, if you didn't know, we were fortnightly before. Yes, we were a fortnight podcast. For and three and a half years. Yes. Every two weeks. Yes. That's a pretty amazing effort. It's really great. Are we going to come out? On like the first of the month or every four weeks? I think it would just be every four weeks. I'll see when that lines up. I'm, I don't think it really cares. It really matters and I don't care. Mm. Um, but let us know if you do have a preference because uh, we, we can align with that. It'd just that. be good to keep coming out on, um, on like the a, same day of the week. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. For every four weeks. Yeah. Um, and yes, yeah, so... The reason this is happening is because we've put a lot of effort into getting the, the podcast this far. Our listener base is growing. We're doing all, you know, like the States has now overtaken our listener what? base in Australia, which is fantastic. Um, but to keep it sustainable and keep it moving forward and for us to be able to put energy into it, it has to move monthly. 
Now, I'm amazed that we've been able to keep it fortnightly for this long. It's a lot of work. 85 episodes, 86, 86 86 episodes. I'm proud of you guys. Well done. I'm proud of us. I'm proud of me too. Uh, And now going monthly means that um, we'll still be around. We'll still be producing content. um, And it means that we can put a lot more thought and preparation into what we actually talk about. So that's the reason we're doing it. Uh, we're not going anywhere. Don't worry. And if you really want to listen to more of us, we've got fuckloads in the back catalogue. Go and re-listen. Go re-listen. I re-listen, re-listen to yeah. our podcasts a lot. They're actually good re-listen material. Sometimes yep. I click one and go, I wonder what this was about. And I end up laughing at the My the wife bits. was listening to one the other day on camping and she loved it. She said it was hilarious, Great. particularly that Gibson fella. Yeah, I bet. I'm sure I she bet. did. So, <laughs> boomers. Oh. Boom. Boom. Guess what? What? It's not science this. What? Yeah, it's a science game. Oh, uh, even better. Even better. And this week? This week, it's Spot the Fake. No, pick the fake. Whatever. Pick the fake. Pick the fake. There are three <laughs> options, and sure one is. of them yep. is fake. Yep. Gibbo. Hmm. Is it paper-based? Oh, so mine today yes. is three journal articles. Three the titles jur- of three journal articles. All right. Hit us. Number one. Yep. Calibration of AFM cantilever spring constants. That's it. That's it. Is it fake? I wonder. Is it real? I wonder. Don't look it up in Google, please. <laughs> All right. He's cheating. All right. Number two, experience. Oh, hold on, let me just check this for a second. <laughs> oh, here we go. I got it. Oh, suspicious. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. I just wrote it twice. That's all. <clears throat> experience in the use of the Gibson method of water measurement for efficiency tests of hydraulic turbines. Gibson method. <laughs> what? Say that again. Experience in the use of the Gibson method yeah. of water measurement for efficiency tests of hydraulic turbines. The last one, number three, precise determination of the spring constant of micro micromechanical cantilevers using laser Doppler vibrometry. Laser. Let, let me let me repeat that. Doppler vibro- vibrometry. Precise determination of the spring constant of micromechanical cantilevers using laser Doppler vibrometry. LDV. All right. Only three to choose from. All right, I'll take them in order. I'll let you know what I think. Let's hear it. Calibration of AFM cantilevers. Uh Uh-uh. Calibration of AFM cantilever spring constants. Oh, yeah. Uh, Like... I feel like that would be a review paper. It's Maybe. broad enough. And Maybe. and also you would I think you would like this one because you would maybe be mentioned a few times. Who so, knows? Who knows? Uh, Gibson method of water. Look, I really feel like you've because you would Google and you would probably have Google alerts if you know what to how we do that for the Gibson method. Of course method. I doesn't. don't know. Of course no, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Are you insane? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe someone would have set it up for you, like Ash. Um, <laughs> um, uh, and this would have popped up and you uh, would have been like, 
oh, here we go, another zinger for old Gibson. <laughs> and then you would look at it and you'd be like all disappointed. Oh. So I feel like that one's true just because you would have never have come across something like this if it wasn't for your love of Googling the Gibson method. Possibly. That Possibly. Oh. Possibly. Possibly. Uh, I can't the, rule oh, it out. You're keeping the option open. He's not saying no. <laughs> I'm not saying no. Not saying yes. Not saying <laughs> the, no. The third one is two laser Doppler vibrometry. You've never heard of LDV? It's the technique that we used in our paper with John Sader to yep. precisely determine the spring mm. constant of AFM cantilevers. It's got the lowest error of any method, methodology. All right. I feel like there's something in there mm-hmm. that, all right, maybe it's not that, but I didn't trust that one. I'm going with that one's the fake. Number okay. three. Okay. All right. Okay. 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 What type of question can I ask? Do you know what papers, uh, journals these are in? Um, I do know what journals like they're all in, yes. All right, so precise determination of the spring constant using laser double vibrometry. Like you already said, John Sater uses this method. You have an extreme love, love of John Sater. Yeah, you it want to see his willy. might be real, but also... It, it's, it's, it's a deep respect. <laughs> <laughs> respect. <laughs> You went to love a little too quick. <laughs> oh, yeah, whoops. <laughs> what journal is that in? So that one is in Review Scientific Instruments. Ugh. And is that published by John Sater? No, that's not from John Sater. That's from a group. They're a national measurement group in the US. The guy is called Robert Gates and the other guy is Reisma, R-E-S-M-A. Robert Gates. Okay. And the experience with the use of the Gibson method, you said that's by Norman Gibson. What journal is that in? Um, that is in Journal of Basic Engineering. <laughs> it does sound Volume simple. Volume 81, Issue 4. The Gibson method does sound very simple. Um, I think that you've just put into Google Scholar Gibson method. This has come up and you've thought brilliant. Yeah, um, maybe. The other things to do it, uh, look, you've done it again, Gibbo. It's simple a good one, isn't it? Yeah. All right. Now, calibration of AFM cantilever spring constants, what journal is that in? Ultramicroscopy. Now, is that something that you've published? It is. That's one of mine. Because <laughs> I know you did a review article type thing. Oh, you know, all my papers are review articles. <laughs> <laughs> so, there we've got. So, what did you go with, Eddie, in the end? Three. I'm going for Gibson method is a fake. Okay. You want to know the answer? Yes. All right, Andy's right, Smoopy's wrong. Do you know, I've always got them right, always. <laughs> I know exactly how your brain works. I know, it's really quite scary, actually. I, could, I look oh. at, I look, oh, yeah, I yeah. just know. Yeah. You just All know. Right. You, I don't like that. I don't like so that you know you my lying made, so well. You just made that up. Like, what was there? Is there a, a um, true part of that? Or that's just oh, yeah, from yeah. your. <clears throat> there have been papers where they've used laser Doppler vibrometry to, yeah. to, ca- to calibrate cantilevers, definitely. Yeah. All right. So some of those words would have been in the title of a paper, but not yeah, all not, not altogether. No. And the yeah, people right. that you came up with? Uh, they are real people who actually do publish right. using LDV to calibrate cantilevers. That's why I feel quite confident with that one. Yeah. So don't feel bad about getting a wrong yeah, Schmoopy. Again, have you actually <laughs> ever got any right? I was pretty good. No, he has. He has definitely well, got Well, not one a journal right. article one, I don't think. I got the Trump tweets right. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. But I think we both did. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Well, maybe I didn't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> well, it go, does matter. matter. I'm, I'm not competitive. Yeah. Go, go back and listen, yeah, listeners, and let us know. Or yeah. we should go back and listen. Yeah. We should run a tally. I'm definitely winning, which is why I'm keen for this. Snow. <laughs> um, 
Did you want to go? Because I've got mine is science news based, not like okay. paper. Or do you want to break up the papers? Or yeah, I'll break. All right, I'll break up the papers. So I'll break up the papers. Now. I'll go to no. I'll yeah. go no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So my turn. <laughs> these are yeah. These aren't papers. These are science news uh, articles. So the headline. I can also tell you when they were published and uh, in what journal as well, the science that it was actually published. But I'm not saying the title of the paper, but the news article that was put out, the press release news article. His eyes went up to the right there. That means he's lying. (laughs) You're already already lying. You're already annoying. You're good at this. Thank you. Thank you. All right. First one. Uh, An electric tongue can handle more spicy foods than you can. And I'm happy for you to ask me questions at at the end. All right. Number two. Frozen sperm retains its viability in outer space conditions. Oh, that's a nice one. That's a good one. And three. The disappearing pinky. Oh, so that's because of evolution, yeah? Uh, yeah. So anyway, I may you may ask <laughs> questions now. Those are the three. Yeah. What's the deal with the disappearing pinky? All right. The disappearing pinky. Researchers have discovered that since separating from our ancestors, the little finger has been getting slightly and progressively smaller. Although it won't disappear completely, it is likely to go the way of the appendix. Over what time scale is the we, finger well, shrinking? I mean, very very slowly. So, I think we separated like, is it like 7 billion? Anyway, very slowly, but on an evolutionary scale. Like That's why they're saying it won't disappear, I think. Okay. Is that it will slowly just become not an important part of so the body. So, I've heard that about the little toe. I've never heard that about the pinky. Is it pinky toe or pinky finger? Finger. Definitely finger? Definitely finger. And where was that one published? That was in Evolutionary Biomechanics B. Oh, God, that sounds like a rubbish journal. <laughs> oh, that sounds like someone making up the title of a journal. That's rubbish. <laughs> all right, and so the second one, so, all right. Any other questions about that one? Or else we'll yeah, I've got a question about the second one. So the second one is, say it again, frozen sperm frozen is sperm viable in space. Retains its viability in outer space conditions. They've done studies on sperm in space and none of it's viable. It doesn't matter whether it's, whether it's frozen or not. They all, they all go loopy when they're in, in zero G. <laughs> He's lying about two of them. Oh. Two of them. This is a trick one. So, I mean, none of them are real. Andy, if anything, if Andy was to make up any of these ones, he would definitely make up the sperm one. Uh, that's within his ballpark. It is definitely in his wheelhouse, or that's for was, sure. Or is that the first thing he would have yeah. Googled today when trying to find sperm. something? Is See, science it, sperm. It's reverse. He knows that we'd think it was the sperm because he knows we know that's how he thinks. So that means it's real. So what are they saying about it? All they, right, I'll so give they, you the. How the, do they? Um, how do they test that? They don't right. put sperm in outer space. So I'll give you the. I'll give you the thing. So it's those who see the colonization of space as an, as an answer to the Earth's ever threatened resources will be reassured to learn that human sperm retains its complete viability within the different gravitational conditions. So you know the oh. sickness, okay. uh, the, the the vomit, vomit comet. comet it was a similar thing. They did twenty ups, ups and downs. So, uh, I don't but know. And the sperm is inside a person. It's not just no, sitting in a jar. No, it's sat in a jar. Oh, it's sitting in a jar. Yeah, okay. frozen. So they're thinking of like the thing that's in the most in Alien Covenant. 
What's that? Either have you seen Alien Covenant? And they're basically. Oh no, I haven't a, seen that. They basically have like a Noah's Ark type thing with um, embryos and sperm to recolonize. Places. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Like that. Thanks. That's what you're thinking of. Yep. Well, oh, that's what they're thinking about. Yep. I don't know. I, I thought I read somewhere where sperm gets a bit doolally when it's in zero G. All right. And doesn't know what it's doing. Yeah. yeah. But can I'm it recover? Sure. Maybe in a zero, if it went from a zero G to a normal G environment, but you're talking about zero G. Yeah, but I think they, I mean, they brought it back down to earth afterwards uh, to test ooh, it. Okay. Okay. That is possible then. Sorry, I thought. They oh, were, here we go. I he knows his were, sperm. I thought they were studying the sperm in zero G. They took right. it up, froze and unfroze it, and it went. All right, okay, I could buy that. Look at his eyes. He's got beady liar's eyes. <laughs> so they're all fake. Yeah, <laughs> it's really hard to tell what's fake. All right, and your all first right. one was electric tongue handles uh, more spicy food than you. Yes, yeah, right. Explain electric tongue. So spicy food is huge business. And now researchers have found that an electronic tongue or e-tongue is more effective. <laughs> and, oh, e-tongue, that's rubbish. More <laughs> effective and accurate in taste testing fiery foods than the sensitive human taste buds. Mm. So it's a tongue, so it's literally like- a, an electronic tongue that they can test spicy food with. Because apparently the human tongue loses sensitivity and would needs recovery time. This tongue is just like a thing that go. Yeah, know. it sounds too plausible. Too spicy, too spicy, too spicy. Sounds yeah. like a well thought out lie, I think. So I don't like how they call, like your nose is also like a, a sensor of some yeah. kind. I don't like them call, calling things electronic tongue. What it is, is just a chemical sensor. It's the electronic tongue, mate. E tongue. It's a chemical sensor. Or if Apple made it, it'd be an eye tongue. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Where's that published? That was in Journal of Food Science. And where was the, the sperm one? Sperm one was the European Society of Human Reproduction and Embryology. All right. Uh, good one, Zandy. Well done. Thank yeah, you. Pretty good, uh, I have to say. Yeah. Frozen sperm because you like talking about sperm. Okay. Is it F- the little finger one. It's the little finger disappearing. That's the fake one. Gibbo's got it. Yeah. <laughs> Cameron, you're shit at this. <laughs> or so we're story, very, very good. Is or, it a story about the picky toe and you change it to picky finger? No, actually, no. I just, I just pulled it out of my ass. I oh, don't what? even know All right. what's so my, going on. But maybe the pink, maybe the toe is what I've heard and maybe I... And the journal? About that. Real journal? No, completely made up. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again. Then. Evolutionary biomechanics B. It was the it was the B. Evolutionary Why? biomechanics B. Why can't I have a B? Well, I don't know. I mean, I've heard it sensors and actuators A, sensors and actuators B, but I, not. I ummed and uh putting that B in, yeah. but like longer than coming up with the yeah. actual like, anything else. Yeah, I was like, does it make it sound more or less authentic? So what you've found out, Cameron, is that you don't really think like me and Andy. So maybe there's a plus yeah. to getting these wrong. Yeah. Because now you're going to fool both of us. Yeah. Probably actually, same. yeah. But logically, that is true. We, don't, right. we don't now stand a chance. I'm ready. Do it. So I've, I don't have much information about these journals, but I have, I'm going to say the title, who it's by, and then I'm going to give you a little summary about what it is. Oh, nice. Taster. Ooh, taster. Right. Number one. Variation in midstream and endstream testosterone measured by urinalysis in the Journal of Pathology, 
by Holger Moch and co-workers at the Ooh. University Hospital Zurich. Whoa. They found that athletes could potentially beat drug tests by restricting their pee length. Mm. Or duration. Duration of urination. Duration of uh, urination. Number two, duration of urination does not change with body size. Published oh. in PNAS, which is the Proceedings <laughs> of National Academy of Sciences, by Patricia, by Patricia Young and co-workers from Georgia Institute of Technology. What? They found that nearly all mammals emptied their bladders for, for about 21 seconds, plus or minus 13 seconds. Wow. Uh, number three, inhibitory, uh, inhibitory spillover. Increased urination urgency facilitates impulse control in unrelated domains. God. Jesus Christ. Published in, the psychological, published in Psychological Science by Miriam Took and co-workers from the Catholic University of Leuven in Norway who found that people who, who, who show that higher levels of bladder control result in an increasing ability to resist more immediate temptations in monetary decision-making. So, so if you can control your Wii, you can control your money. Yes. So oh, wow. you, you make smarter decisions if you're if you need to go to the toilet because you're Oh, okay. Because you're holding something back. Hmm. All right. Do you know what? Number number I'll go backwards. That one, the one we you just talked about. Yes. You had to read a lot about it and you stumbled over some words, which means that I reckon that's true. Did, I'm he, going purely, did he do that on purpose Well, that's the though. thing. He could be acting. He could be acting. So I feel like that's true. I feel like there was enough in there, enough words that maybe you wouldn't necessarily use as a, as a um, <laughs> chemist to... Uh, yeah, so I, okay. I, I feel... Like, and also it just Inhibitory. Seems, How is inhibitory? Inhibitory. 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 Yeah. inhibitory. inhibitory. Um, duration of urination doesn't change with size. So this is particularly mammals, right? Is that what you said? Yes. So it takes 10 to 12 seconds. No, 21, 21. seconds 21 plus or minus 15. Plus, right. Yep. That seems like a long time. To pee? Yeah. You don't pee for 21 seconds? I've never timed it, but it feels shorter than that. How well, plus or minus 15, so six seconds. How do you play seconds. any iPhone games if you're only peeing for 21 seconds? Uh, less than 21 seconds. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I guess. <laughs> but there is quite an error on that. So it does include, so it's plus or minus 15, so it does oh, include. Oh, five seconds to 35 six, seconds. Yeah, so six to oh. 35 seconds. Yeah. All right. Uh, and the first. Six so to 36 the seconds. The first one is that you can't, so you can change drug tests essentially by changing where the sample is taken from. Like the difference between midstream and endstream. So, yeah. like when you when you start peeing to when you end peeing, the amount of drug was different. Yeah. So when I've done drug tests for companies, they want endstream. I think. Okay. I think that's what they wanted. So so no, they wanted the first bit of the pee. Yes. So that's got. They reckon that's got the highest concentration. highest concentration. Really? So it's yeah. not. It's not the concentration isn't constant. I don't know. I just don't know. Maybe it's just the like that's their procedure. If it's if it's the beginning, then that's very hard to control because anything that comes out is going to be the highest concentration, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I don't know. So yeah. So look. Hmm. I'm Gibbo. You 
think about you run me through them. I'm I'm a bit confused. Yeah, no, he's done a good job here. Um third one, I think you're right. He stumbled a bit too much <laughs> on reading it. That's usually gives it away. <laughs> Second one, I think he's timed himself in the toilet for that one. <laughs> <laughs> to work out what's normal. Yeah, and he's gone twenty one I mean, this is the kind of thing Smoopy would do. He's gone yeah. twenty one seconds. I'll just add fifty percent error on that or a bit more. But first one. Uh, uh, the first one does sound – it sounds plausible. Like that is something that researchers would study. But I don't know. I think I'm going to go for number two. I'm going to go number one. Yeah. All right. Number one was the fake. I ah! am the best. I am the <laughs> – honestly, guys, this is my fucking superpower. Damn it. This is my superpower. You can spot lies. I, I, yes. I- Victory, victory to BA. Yeah, very good. Well done. Good game, everyone. Play Mm. that again. That was good. That was good. Music is provided by the awesome Adelaide-based band Boyce Rom. Go check out their stuff on their Bandcamp website. Also, remember to subscribe to us on your favourite podcast app, like our Facebook page, join in the forum at andymayer.net and leave us a review on wherever you get this podcast, which is a lot more places now because that is very important to us. Mm. Cameron, sponsor for the week. You were just listening to Publish Perishore Podcast and it was brought to you this week by our future sponsor, Anchor.fm. Yes. Bring it on. We are now choosing them to host the podcast. Does it cost us any money? Nope. Anchor.fm. Are we still paying for SoundCloud? Yes. (laughs) Anchor.fm. Bye. Bye. Bye.